Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. All aboard for Dometic. From first-time campers to hardcore outdoor adventurers and everything in between, no matter your experience level, Dometic. Welcome back to Real Adventures. It's time for All Aboard for Dometic, everything you need for adventures, big or small. And our special guest this morning is none other than Gwaine Blake, Gwaine's professional services on Instagram for anyone that's looking for a fishing guide. Now, Gwaine's on the water as we speak, Redmond, so we're getting a boat review whilst Gwaine is actually fishing from his boat. Made sure, a voyage. I'm not sure it's ever been done before. <laughs> Good morning, Gwaine. Morning, guys. How are you? We're going well. And why we've got you fishing well, on the... We're not going quite as well as what Gwaine's going. Because we're cause sitting leaning up against a wall right now at your house while he's fishing. Exactly right. <laughs> Let's go through the boat, uh, Gwaine. You've... You're literally fishing in your boat for the first time. You've just put it in the water. You have purchased the Stabycraft 1850 Fisher, which is a brand new model. Uh, we would like you to tell listeners and people that want to purchase a new boat why you've bought your boat for yourself. You haven't bought it for anyone else and basically about the boat in itself too. Okay, so the main reason I've purchased this model is, is the deck room. So the actual size of the boat's got a huge amount of deck room. Um, it's a new model, so it's actually a wider deck. I've actually got about 25% more, percent more um, deck space than the old 1850 model and 150-litre tank versus the old 100-litre tank. So it's a lot more room and fishability. And obviously now we're running the new Mercury's, like the actual fuel range we're getting out of a boat like this, I'll probably be able to do around 320, 340 k's. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's a lot of kilometres for a, a little boat. And then, obviously, yeah, it fits in my garage. I think all the boxes because the Fisher is more of a runabout-style fabby, which you fold down all your canopy. Um, it's in a standard garage, which is, is perfect for me. Talk through us the helm, Gwaine. Now, you've opt. Uh, op- did, uh, for Sound two, like me there, Patrick. Go again, one more time. <laughs> you've opted for two screens instead of one. Now explain the rationale behind that twin garments. Okay, so I fish a hell of a lot offshore for kingies and stuff like that, and I lo- use LiveScope a, a lot. So LiveScope can actually show me exactly where my downriggers are in real time with the bait and then the fish coming up behind the bait as well. So we can literally see kingfish come up and take that, you know, live squid or live slimy mackerel before it even happens. We can turn around and watch the rod buckle after the fish has actually taken the bait, and that's that's the best part about it. Now, Gwaine, I want you to tell us, though, 
why have you gone specifically with the 1850? There's a 1550 that Pat's got. There's a few other boats. The Sabercraft's got a massive range of fantastic boats. Why the actual 1850 for what you do? Like bigger, smaller? You could have gone at what Craig's in a 2050. Or I had a 2100. Why an 1850? So the actual deck room in this is pretty much on par with the 2100. 2100's just got a nice sleeping quarters up the front. Uh, it's a bit you know, a longer boat, so it's probably a, a little bit nicer ride. But this, the ride in this, and this is the biggest I can get in that um, runabout range, in the Fisher range, I can't get any bigger. So if there was a 2050, I might have gone that way. But um, to be honest, like, this is the maiden voyage, and I'm already happy with it. It, it rides unbelievably well for, for an aluminium boat. It's so stable, it's ridiculous. You might as well just be tied up to the pontoon at home. Um, yeah, the, the fishing room's unbelievable. And then it's just um, cheaper running costs. I can tow the boat a lot easier. You know, if I want to, I can drop down the canopy when I'm towing as well so that there's less wind drag. And I'll be able to beach launch anywhere I want to do around the coast. So if I come down to Torquay, I can beach launch there. I can beach launch at the um, Inverloch and go out through the bar, all that sort of stuff. And, and that's the other thing about Stabby's is like this thing floats in 250 mil of water. Mm. So it's so easy to beach launch and um, even get in real shallow, pump your yabbies and all that sort of stuff. And it's got a big lift up windscreen, the same as Pat's 1550. You can literally put it on the beach, jump out, do, do what you want to do, pump some yabbies and stuff like that, or if you sleep at night on an island, you can just you can do all that so easily out of this boat. Gwaine, you've fished in a huge amount of boats, many different configurations and a hell of a lot of different engines. Talk us through the importance of matching the right engine uh, to the hull with whether it be a fiberglass boat or with what you're obviously running with the beautiful Stabycraft, which is an aluminium boat. The importance of matching um, the right motor, not overpowering it, not putting too much weight at the back of the boat. So it enhances performance and is far more user-friendly. Yeah, so I've got to the stage of my life that I don't need to be going 100 miles an hour on the water anymore. Um, I'd rather get there you know, half an hour later and still enjoy, enjoy my time on the water. So speed's not a massive option for me. But saying that, I'm still getting 68K out of this boat and I haven't even really played with props yet. So it can, it can do it perfectly. But a lot of people, yeah, it's always about... You know, the numbers on the back of the motor instead of actually what the motor's capable of. And a lot of boats have only, a, a, you can only get so much speed out of a boat. And after that, it, it's just, you're putting numbers on the back, like horsepower on the back and not actually getting any more performance out of the boat. And if, if, it, if it's too heavy, you can actually wreck the performance of that boat too. So the great thing about the Mercs is they're a very light motor, so we can actually go up in horsepower if we wanted to and it wouldn't affect the balance of the boat but the, also the other thing you've got to look at is obviously your servicing costs Mercury is 35% cheaper than you know, half the boats on the market to service they need a lot less parts each service and all that sort of stuff so all this comes into play like I do and Aaron does a huge amount of hours on the water you know I'll probably tick over 500 hours quite easily on this boat in its season and when you start adding up all the numbers and what it costs to run and, and service, then obviously these ticking all the boxes for me. 
Well, that was Gwaine's review on his 1850 Fisher, which is a Stabycraft 1850 Fisher, I should say. And Gwaine, just before we let you go, I've got a couple of minutes. We need a, we need a fishing report for uh, things that you're going to be doing and the things you have been doing. I know for your sake, you're pretty annoyed with with uh, the weather that we've had as, as of late, with the king, chasing the kingfish side of things. Things have not been on your side with the weather. It's hard to get offshore, but there would be fish there. I know it's a little bit tough for the week, but how would you approach the next few, what do you reckon, two or three weeks, Pat? Uh, regarding, two or three days. Two, no, we'll go, no, weeks. No, I'm referring to kingfish. Gotcha. For the two, because we've got this week's not looking great. So we'll go kingfish two or three weeks, and then we'll go uh, just your general fishing with the weather we've got coming. Yeah, so at the moment, obviously, we've had, we just had that huge amount of rain, which isn't helping things at all because we had you know, a month's worth of rain in six hours. So all the rivers and all the inshore areas are sort of dirty. So what we have to do now is fish either tidal areas where it's going to drag clear water in from the deep. So scenarios like the Rip, West Head, Flinders, Seal Rocks um, on the um, Seal Island side, uh, sorry, Phillip Island side, uh, even the Bullamire Pinnacles, all those areas are going to work well. Or you go out wide of the rip and you start looking off Barwon on the old wreck on the graveyard grounds and look up the wrecks. So if anyone's interested in those wrecks, you can go on a dive site. It's called Dive Doctor by memory. And you can actually look up all of those areas and actually fish, fish those wrecks. Um, so that's probably where I'm going to be concentrating my sort of fishing is for the next two, three weeks is around those entrances. Obviously, ends of flood tide, because that's when the water's going to be clear and, and coming in from the deep. So ebb tides are probably not even going to be an option. And then just trying to fish those better days where it, it doesn't look like we're going to get many northerlies this summer. So it's just going to be those lighter southwest winds or southerly winds trying to fish the capabilities. The fish are going to be there. you just got to fish your own capabilities. Next few days, what are we doing, G-Man? Mate, I've got a live bait tank full of squid <laughs> and I think I'm going to go fish one of those areas I just spoke about. So that, that's probably my option for the next couple of days. We've got some beautiful tides at the moment too, so the whiting are going very well. Um, top end of the north arm from sort of Taurus Head Bank right up through Quail Bank, even up to Gentle Adding in Joe's Island, all of those areas that sort of start off start of your tide in the deeper water, sort of five to six metres of water. And as you get through to the mid, mid of the flood tide, you'll get right up on the banks, actually winding in two metres of water. And it's, it's really good fish. We've got some quality fish up to you know, 46, 47 centimetres. So it's well worth doing. Well, we could speak to Gwaine all day, Pat, so we probably should wrap this up because we're probably over time. But Gwaine Blake... He's out on the water. <laughs> he's wow. out on the water. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> Gwaine Blake from Gwaine Professional uh, Services. Take you If you want to book a guide with him, make sure you get in contact. And also, my fellow partner in Soul Guide too, Gwaine is. Thanks, G-Man, for your info today and well done on your boat review. We'll chat to you soon in the next couple of weeks. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. Cheers. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91